2: <laughs> well, what are you seeing Eamon? What are you saying? Uh, I'm saying sorry. Sorry? Because, uh, yeah, obviously the listeners won't be aware of this, but we just done about 20 minutes of chat and I realised I wasn't recording audio. Yep. So, yep, yep. Uh, having to start over again. So, okay. if we're basically going to recreate the conversation we've already had, so if it feels somewhat half-hearted, that's the reason.
0: Um, I was going to let it go, but... You're very honest. Um, so uh, this is how we start the podcast now. We're not going to tell you what it's about because you listen to the theme song and you know, like no one new listens, do they? So
2: No, 73 or 4 people listen to this podcast. It never increases, so we're not, <laughs> no. not doing it again. I'm not wasting my time.
0: What I will say is that today we are going to be discussing 2002's Equilibrium, which was directed yeah. by Kurt Wimmer. Um, he is responsible also for the film Ultraviolet, which Jeez. is uh, which is not good. Um, and the Point Break and Total Recall remakes. He wrote them. He's got
2: quite a pedigree, this guy.
0: Yeah, what a, what a dude. But will Equilibrium break the mould before there was a mould?
2: We were due to be discussing the Nick Cage filmed in Bearable Weight of Massive Talent. But we Ben said he couldn't be bothered to go and see it. So we decided to do this instead.
0: Which is a
2: lie. So Ben, what have you had going on?
0: Well, Eamon, you're, you're lucky that I can talk properly. I couldn't move my mouth properly until about half an hour ago because I had, had a filling at the, at the dentist. The dentist had very large fingers, like sausage fingers. He looked like he played rugby. He was a very big man and he was not gentle at all. It was not a nice experience.
2: But you know how, like, if you're a pilot, you can't be beyond a certain height? Yeah. I think the same should apply for dentists and big fat fingers.
0: Yes. If their fingers are about the size of an average uh, sausage, then mm-hmm. they shouldn't be putting them in people's mouths.
2: The last part of the exam is like, congratulations, you've, you've passed the, the written <laughs> part of the exam. Yeah. Final thing, if you can just put, place your uh, forefinger next to this sausage.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, all that studying, but. Maybe you should have looked at your big fingers before you started.
2: My uh, my dad has really big fingers, and mm. one of the best impressions I ever did when I was a kid is uh, <laughs> I bit I bit the end off a chocolate éclair, jammed <laughs> it on my finger, and I was like, "Dad, your finger looks like this." How did he react to that? Classic. My dad just just totally bemused, didn't care. <laughs>
0: what? Nothing like my fingers.
2: That's why I don't have chocolate on my fingers, I Amy. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> Give us, he, uh, give us some of those correspondence then. Come on. We've got, we have do them. have a couple of correspond eyes
0: this week. First one. The first one is a letter which has come in via one of our listeners, uh, also yeah. called Ben. And mm-hmm. I can understand why the letter went to him because I'm called Ben as yeah. well. It's from, well, maybe I should read it and then, and then you'll find out who it was from at the end. Oh. So it goes like this. Dear Watching Films on the Toilet. In your last episode, you mentioned that I am unable to play the so-called normal guy. Well, do you smell what I'm cooking? Have you seen the other guys? I die. That's normal. You smell what I'm cooking? How about Get Smart with Steve Carell? He's the hero and I'm not. That's normal, isn't it? Just because I starred in that jungle movie, that other jungle movie, and that other other jungle movie doesn't make me abnormal you smell what i'm
2: cooking i have no idea who this guy is (laughs) (laughs) i worked really hard to get where i'm at
0: normal and i intend on keeping it that way when stone cold steve austin and i sparred at wwe wrestlemania 19 and i finally beat him to take the title belt everyone smelled what i was cooking chris pratt (laughs) he's not normal He couldn't smell what I'm cooking if his head was in the oven. (laughs) Which, frankly, is where it belongs. Oh, and let's not forget singing in Moana. Normal again. I'm deeply saddened and disheartened by the accusations you've made against my demeanor and the fact that you think I couldn't be normal. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Dwayne the rock Johnson. It was the rock. It was The Rock.
2: Oh, I wondered why he kept on saying that.
0: I know. I mean, you didn't get it right until the end, did you?
2: No, it's only until... when you said The Rock. <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's probably The Rock.
0: There weren't any clues. Well, it, this is actually on me because I said The mm. Rock couldn't play a normal guy. Um, turns out he's he's really normal.
2: Tell you what, Ben, it's a much funnier letter than, than the ones you usually read out.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was very smart, wasn't it?
2: Very funny, yeah. Well-structured and, and also related to something we have spoken about, <laughs> which is something you struggled with in the past, doesn't it, with your it's... letters?
0: Yeah, I, I don't take offence to that because all, no. all I'm doing is reading them. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Eamon. And thank you to Ben.
2: Ben, yeah. Ben, send us, for God's sake, send us more of them.
0: <sighs> Good. Well, that went well, didn't it? <coughs> mm. Okay. Uh, we did, and we have another piece of correspondence.
2: Oh, yeah. Did, did Ben write this one as well?
0: No. This was a message that came straight to Films on Toilet HQ. Oh. Uh, his answering message. Uh-huh. And again, it, it, but it is related to something that happened in the last um, episode. So, uh, might want to take that back. But anyway, <coughs> uh, let's see what this person had to say.
1: Watching Films on Toilet. I hoped I would not have to contact you again. But last week... You said something deeply offensive about me, and I will not stand for it. I don't care what you said about me crashing my car into an old man, but I will not accept your claim that I have a triangular-shaped chest and ridiculously skinny legs. At the age of 74, I'm in better shape than ever before, and I'm training to win the Mister Universe title for the eighth time. To teach you a lesson, Amen, I came to your house to fight you, but you are not at home. So instead, I am going to lift up your family car and hurl <laughs> it down the road. Listen to this, you idiot. <laughs> there, I picked up your family car and dropped it back down on the ground, you son of a bitch.
2: And that's it.
0: <laughs> Ooh, so, Eamon, mm. Arnold came to your
2: house to fight you. I did think that my car had, had been moved ever so slightly.
0: A little bit. I think, a I tiny, think he, a little bit. he struggled to hurl it down the road.
2: I mean, I'm being polite to him. I didn't notice anything at
0: all. Oh. Okay, well, look, Arnold, I said I don't think you have a triangular-shaped chest, and you're clearly still very strong,
2: so keep, keep picking up the cars. He did break a window in my car when the, the point of his triangular <laughs> chest pierced the boot window. That's
0: not true. I like Arnie, so I'm, not, I'm keeping it civil. I haven't said anything wrong. I like
2: Arnie as well. Yeah. I'm just saying he's got a triangular chest. It's
0: more like a big, big rectangle, like a big man rectangle. You know what I mean?
2: I mean, I don't think that's any better, is it? <laughs> I'd say a triangle is actually sounds more sort of athletic.
0: Yeah, I don't know what a
2: rectangle would look like.
0: Um, Good. Any toilet news?
2: There is toilet news. Oh, ho, ho, of course. Messy student house with note above toilet saying, do not piss on the floor. <laughs> Bottles of vodka on coffee table and piles of unwashed laundry next to undidy k- kitchen goes on sale for £220,000.
0: <laughs> Where's this house for a start?
2: it's in Hull. Hull? No offence Hull but I'm fucking amazed a house is worth that much <laughs> yeah. in, in Hull.
1: I was going to say. 220
2: yeah. I was thinking like mm, where could that be sort of tea but cheap yeah like Manchester maybe Hull?
0: Yeah I mean that must be massive. Okay so what so were those the pictures that the estate agents used?
2: Yeah so that's the basic right. of the story <laughs> is that The the landlord has made no effort to tidy up this house whatsoever. So there's this picture of like the living room and there's a load of tins and like trash everywhere. And then in the toilet, there's this, someone's taped like a sheet of paper and it says, lift the seat when you piss. Bless you.
0: Sneeze. Sorry, go on. Jesus,
2: what happened there? (laughs) I sneezed. That doesn't sound like a sneeze.
0: (laughs) What was that? It's a sneeze. It's just a sneeze.
2: Oh, cats come in. Probably attracted by the weird noise. Jesus. But I just loved this story. Lightning strike through exhaust vent blows toilet apart. Whoa. Basically, in Oklahoma, a lightning bolt hit the top of this building, travelled down a metal vent and obliterated (laughs) a toilet completely. That is amazing. There's a picture of it. It's just like it's been hit by a bomb.
0: Now, that is what you want to see recorded in that, like, super slow motion.
2: I'd love that.
0: I watched the UFC knockout. They shoot the UFC fights in, like, you know, 8K. Yeah. So, you can get incredible slow motion from the shot. So, they tend to post the recap with lots of slow motion. And this guy called Tony Ferguson got kicked in the face and knocked out. Yeah. And his whole face, like, squashed down into this sort of weird old man goblin face yeah as he was knocked out and his eyes rolled back and i'd say that was worse that was more embarrassing than knockout like (laughs) looking like that
2: (laughs) i tell you what i i always think any sporting event the directors always brief the cameraman to look out for someone doing this okay so you see like i see it like in tennis all the time someone's like lost a point or something they do this Like that, like yeah. can't believe my luck. <laughs> yeah, when they slow that down, it makes them look like absolute idiots. Like that, and honestly, it's it's remarkable. They every time someone does it, they, there's a camera on them. Yeah. It's just some absolute <laughs> d- d- director somewhere going right. <laughs> when they do that stupid thing with their lips, make sure you're <laughs> recording slow motion get it get it get, get it. it i was doing it now yeah, <laughs> yeah like every time they, i mean <laughs> what they should do is they should put the uh, the sound on it as well the slow slow down sound that would be
0: amazing and then they get knocked out
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: so on to equilibrium mm. what a treat Eamon, how did you watch Equilibrium this week?
2: I did watch some of it in the toilet. I did also okay. watch some of it in my bed. And I okay. did fall asleep and have to rewatch some of it. So, right. not that that's a spoiler alert.
0: I mean, your bed and toilet are essentially the same thing, right?
2: Well, I mean, once upon a time I lived in the bedsit. So, yeah, pretty much was that back then. Mm. Hang on, are you suggesting that I just sht in the bed the whole time? What are you eating? Dried. can't eat during the recording Sorry. of this podcast. I'm starving. What the hell are you doing? It's dried, it's dried mango. Good. I've not had my dinner yet. I'm so hungry.
0: Well, mm. if you can't organize your time properly, then. I think
1: you f- go f yourself.
0: See, <laughs> 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 uh, so we say these things in jest during the podcast, but sometimes yeah. they. They, they hit, are, yeah. don't they? Sometimes they bite. Yeah. <laughs> it's a
2: great opportunity <laughs> to like, then. we're both too passive aggressive to ever have it out, but we sneak in little jabs here and there.
0: I think it's been good therapy for both of us, actually. Yeah, it has. Yeah. It has. Um, anyway, yeah, I watched um, some, it's carry on. I watched some, um, <laughs> still eating. Uh, I watched some of this, I watched all of it on the toilet, uh-huh. um, which is appropriate <laughs> because that's where it should yeah. be watched. And uh, yeah, it took me I don't know what, like five or six, five or six goes to get through it. Uh, usually, I would sort of I would stop before a big action sequence. Um, in this, I stopped halfway through the action sequence and then came back next time. But anyway, we'll get onto that, won't we? We'll get onto that. No spoilers. That. Um, so, what did you what did you drink for me this week, Eamon? I've got to sum up the film in a short period of time in the time it took you to do a big old wee, mm-hmm. which was provided by. Said drink, mm-hmm. which is,
2: um, I drank uh, half a pint of Bailey's.
0: Oh, okay, that's just um, like what I did with the letters. Apparently, not relating them to the film in any way. You've sort of, sort of done the same thing.
2: Yeah, I yeah. yeah, have, haven't I? Do
0: they drink Baileys in Equilibrium?
2: Yeah, they do. Do you not remember <laughs> when they're it's him and Sean Bean after a hard day's killing? Yeah, just like you know, I like how I like to unwind half a pint of baileys i of like
0: half a pint of baileys i mean that could have um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: that actually could have worked
0: like you know the the they find the the poetry and the music mm. and like baileys a oh that would be amazing <laughs> it really like, brings out the emotions
2: yeah <laughs> it's like this is the, the most what delicious is- thing What is this drink (laughs) um yeah
0: anyway okay cool so half pint baileys how long have i got
2: you got a minute and eight seconds
0: all right i think i can do it you ready
2: three two one go
0: so it's 2072 and emotions have been banned because they lead to wars and stuff and everyone takes this drug called prosium to stop them feeling anything because they're told to by the tetragamaton council which is led by a mysterious figure known as father some people don't listen though because they like feelings and these naughty sense offenders that sense offenders are hunted down and executed by the gamaton clerics especially trained killers who practice a martial art known as gun carter sounds stupid doesn't it anyway <laughs> christian bale <laughs> anyway Christian Bale is one of these clerics who stops taking his prosium after he's forced to execute his partner for reading poetry. You're a nice guy. <laughs> Bale begins to question the intentions of the Tetragamaton Council and begins working with the sense-offending resistance group known as the Underground to put a stop to all this nonsense. And in the end, he does.
2: Oh, that is that That's it? it? That's oh, it. That's it. I'm
0: not going to go into it any more
2: than that. Yeah, well, that was a minute and four seconds.
0: Okay, perfect. There we go. I could have talked about I don't know his partner and uh, his ex-partner's wife. But why bother? Honestly, why bother? Why bother? Had you seen this film before? I had. Oh, adding more mango bits for more <laughs> A, more uh, big, eating.
2: Big pile of, of it when you were just shooting your mouth off just now. Yeah. So yeah, I'll get you. I'll get you started on uh, the action sequences, and, the, and you can just bang on about that <laughs> for ages. And so I'll eat it when you're doing that. All right, fine. Okay, what? Go on then. I think I watched it. Can't been exactly when it came out, but I got it on on DVD as soon as it came out. Blockbusters, yeah. And I think at the time, so I'd been pretty young, twenty three or something. Yeah. I remember thinking, like, this film is like shit hot. <laughs> it's really, really good.
0: Somehow, I'd never seen it, and I don't know how. Really? Yeah, I hadn't seen. I must have. Seen, I've seen bits of it, but I'd never seen the whole film. All right, you have your dinner and I'll talk about the action then. So what really bothered me about this is that there's this ridiculous story, which is very much reliant on these gun sequences. Those are the things that are meant to sell the film, yet they're rubbish. Um, There's the way they're shot, lots of editing. If you see someone get shot in the same shot so if you don't cut away from someone getting shot it has much more impact than if you cut away because you know when you have two shots your brain has to link them together and the more thinking you have to do the less impact it has people like john woo find a way around this they show they do cut away but they'll have a big impact from the shot so you see someone falling back and blood spraying out or john wick in John Wick, you see the, same, the shots in the same shot because it's very like quote close quarters, bang, bang. It really works and there's lots of blood and that works too. But this, no blood, no blood, no real reactions, just big armoured men mm. with puffs of dust who, go, <laughs> who fall back a bit very quickly. The other thing is the geography. No idea where these people are. Mm. They're flying round. It's just shot, 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 React, bang, bang. It, it was rubbish. Rub-ish. Well... You finished your
2: meal? I have no idea if what you said was any good, but I can say that mango was delicious. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Now, did
0: you enjoy the gunshots, Eamon? Did you enjoy the gunfights?
2: No. I mean, I'm assuming this is like a, a cynical ploy to cash in on the matrix's success right yeah just trying to cash in on that and you know i have a lot of the same aesthetic so yes it's very stark stylized exteriors yeah people in kind of somewhat sort of fetishized costumes it's like the the sort of coats with the kind of tight collars yes the bad guys on kind of leather stuff is yeah very similar to the matrix well that's but- what
0: you were wearing around the turn of the century wasn't it? You were, you were all about the leather back then.
2: Only when I went to Asta, that's the stuff I'd, I'd wear. And I went to Asta. Get
0: leathered for Asda. That was the slogan back then, wasn't it? That I? one didn't work either, did it? That did, it
2: didn't work. I don't dress up in your gross leathers for Asta. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was odd. No, that, was that was odd. Stupid. I can see why that one didn't work.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, i would be interesting to find out what the budget was for this because in. I mean the matrix has aged like when you watch it now it does It
0: doesn't look cheap though. <laughs> it doesn't look cheap. This looked like a student film.
2: Yeah, so in in the matrix like ev- all the costumes and stuff are clearly like bespoke made by costume department yeah. whereas everything they have in this it's like off the peg. Someone's gone out and bought these from yeah. the shop. so that's why a lot of the stuff doesn't look quite doesn't quite work.
0: Well all the costumes are uh, a George by Asda. <laughs> that's
2: right, yeah. 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 Do you remember where they they really like went all in on Equilibrium? And they they turn their entire clothing range into like equilibrium, you know, you've seen it in the film, now wear it yourself. Put
0: on that red leather hood that that woman wears before she gets incinerated, you can recreate that scene.
2: Yeah, I mean, the premise is, it's an interesting starting point, but The Matrix found a really interesting premise, you know, the Descartes I think therefore I am. Whereas this one is just a, it's very, I mean, it's not even studenty. It's like sixth form kind like, of like, oh, a world without emotion. Yeah, yeah there are no
0: wars anymore because no one has any emotion. That doesn't make any sense. Like wars are caused by people getting cross. Nothing to do with power no. or money. Or people just
2: being like psychos.
0: Yeah. And, you know, for someone without emotion, Tay Diggs, he smiled a lot. Yeah. Which worked because he was meant mm. to be a bit of a smug character, wasn't he? But it didn't work because he was meant to have no emotion. So he wouldn't smile, right?
2: It was totally inconsistent and it really sort of falls apart with, yeah. with even like a slight bit of prodding.
0: Crumbles. I mean, I felt like Bale, everyone was giving it their best shot. What was the feather that played Angus McFadden? He was weird he was weird and some of his lines i mean i don't know how actors keep a straight face delivering those things
2: well he he has a choice quote about gun Carter, which i'll read out for you now please do and i'll do it also in his weird cod welsh accent through analysis of thousands of recorded gun fights the cleric has determined that the geometric distribution of antagonists in any gun battle is a statistically predictable element the gun carter treats the gun as a total weapon. Each fluid in position representing a maximum kill zone, inflicting maximum damage on the maximum number of opponents, while keeping the defender clear of the statistically traditional trajectories of return fire. I mean, by the rote mastery of this art, your firing efficiency will rise by no less than 120% difference the difference of a 63 percent increased little lethal, lethal proficiency makes the master of the gun carters an adversary not to be taken lightly
0: tour of the uk's accents there even. it was yeah it
2: was yeah <laughs> i well yeah then not my strong suit but so that is i mean that sounds impressive in, until you actually sort of pull it apart a bit it's basically saying you know, we've, we've looked at loads of gunfights and generally speaking, people stand in one specific position <laughs> to shoot at you. Yes. So yeah. um, if you just duck a little bit, you won't get hit. It's, it's just it's yeah. absolute nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. Or
0: is it genius? No. No, no. It's, it's, it's stupid, isn't it? It is absolutely stupid.
2: So anyway, Ben, have got a list here of little known martial arts. Okay. Some of which are real. Others I've made up and are in right. films. Okay. So I'll say the name and you have to tell me whether it's real or a load of old b****.
0: Okay, so is the martial art real or, or have yeah. you made up? Hang on, like film martial arts or
2: actual? So some are, some are made up ones that have appeared in films. Right. Others are actual martial arts.
0: Oh, I see. No, so, so not just things you've made up. <sighs>
2: right, I get it now. No. I get it. Oh, okay. God. All right.
0: So film martial arts or real martial arts? Yes. Okay, yeah, the great.
2: thing I said about... Five minutes ago.
0: Oh, sorry. I wasn't eating. (coughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you've got no
2: excuse, have you?
0: No, I just drifted off.
2: Yeah, fine. Okay. Uh, Lap goch.
0: I mean, that sounds like a Welsh martial art. I've been practising lap goch, is it? I'm going to say that's real.
2: Uh, It's false. Okay, good start. It's a... Welsh system of self-defense created by Monty Python's Flying Circus. Oh! And based on the twin principles of attack being the best form of defence and surprise being the best form of attack.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that.
2: Okay, good. Here we go. Uh, rough and tumble.
0: Rough and tumble? Uh, I'll say that's real.
2: It is real. Yeah. This is mental. So this is okay. perhaps the first MMA. So despite its tame name, the contest or anything but, the knockout punch in a rough-and-tumble match was when one fighter managed to gouge out the eyes of his opponent. <laughs> Unique to the US, rough-and-tumble fights were common entertainment in the southern state in the 1700s. Some of the better competitors would even file their teeth into points to better bite off the ears, noses, and even genitals of their opponents. Oh, my God. If ever sounds... a name has like really let down what yes. <laughs> the thing it's all about
0: sounds so fun it does rough and tumble do you
2: want a bit of rough and tumble no dad ah, don't buy it off my cock <laughs> okay another one vibrating palm
0: uh, I'm gonna have to say that's false
2: it is yeah yeah it's a martial art move from the comedy cult series the mighty boosh right it involves rubbing your palm against someone and as a result the victim will proceed to buy a hat that doesn't suit them within two hours
1: <laughs> yeah
0: can see you it will work
2: okay, right. Uh, golden arm. I'm gonna
0: say golden arm is
2: real, that's false. Ah, oh. okay. Golden arm, a style of kung fu that endows its users with arms that can withstand direct sword blows during <laughs> blocking. Featured in the kid with the golden arm.
0: Wow, yeah, I want golden arm.
2: That's good, isn't it? Uh, you should get this. Okay, Rex Quando. Oh,
0: Rex Kondo is false. That's uh, Napoleon Dynamite. That is, well done. body
2: sensei That's right. Yeah. Um, Jailhouse Rock. i say that's real. Yeah. So this is created within the cutthroat world of America's prison system. Jailhouse Rock is a prime example of no-frills brawling developed by men who literally have nothing better to do than work out and fight. (laughs) Jailhouse Rock is notable for its brutal training methods, one of which is known as 52 Pickup deck of cards are scattered about the floor and trainees are made to pick them all up in order while being beaten mercilessly by three or more others. That sounds awful.
0: But again, it sounds like, do you want to do some Jailhouse Rock? Yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah all right. Yeah.
0: We're just going to yeah. dance or... No, no, pick up these cards, mate. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Oh, that was a great game. I enjoyed that. Right. Terrific. Um, So look, Sean Bean is reading... William Yates. I don't buy this whole, like, high culture thing. I reckon if you'd never read a poem before, you'd probably read Roald Dahl's Revolting Rhymes. Yeah. That would be good. Mm -hmm. A limerick. Yeah. And that would conjure some emotion. A complex poet like that, an old poet, you're not going to understand it. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah, you wouldn't
2: give, like, a baby Beef Wellington. Absolutely. Too much. Too, too much too soon. Yeah, yeah. This
0: is the same thing.
2: I did think it was hilarious when uh, they raid this house and they prize up the floor floorboards, mm. which come, come up, in a by the way, in a comically large, obvious prop piece of floorboards. Yes. Yeah. And they go, here, here it is. So we found the contraband. And it's the <laughs> Mona Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> that says a lot about how they feel about their audience. Like, yeah. The conversation went like, hmm. We need to have like a, a really good bit of art there, but yeah. like, it has to be something these dumbasses will know. <laughs> mm. oh, would they know? No, like Monet, you know, Dali, or like w- William Turner? Yeah, no, a little bit more famous oh. than that. <laughs> and eventually they were just off oh, the Just <laughs> yeah. Lisa, Lisa, make, make it the movie, most Lisa. famous painting. All right, the <laughs> most famous, <laughs> the most single, most famous. Again, in the world, but yet. the
0: idea that someone that had never seen a painting before would look at that and be like, "Oh God!"
2: Yeah, exactly. To appreciate any of these art forms, actually, you you need a framework within which to appreciate yeah. them. You don't just look at something and go, oh, that's really pretty. Like, when he looks at, like, the weather, that's maybe the exception when he sees, like, a, a rainbow. Yeah. Because you can think, oh. But I think with, like, things like the, the poetry, the music, you need to learn to appreciate that stuff. It doesn't just happen. It
0: would be like a picture of a cat, wouldn't it? Or a dog. That's why f-
2: dumbasses don't listen to classical music.
0: <laughs> yeah. They listen to Vengerbus.
2: Yeah. That
0: would be, if he'd put on Vengerbus. Bus. Yeah. It's like this slow, places the record, needle on. And a little tear runs down yeah. his eye. Oh no, they zoom in on his eye and then, oh for oh. God's sake. Yeah. What is it? What is it, It's
2: Rubbish. Yeah. Ben, I've just got a, a message here from from the sponsors of this, oh. of this episode.
0: We got a new sponsor.
2: got a new sponsor. Mm. Just, I've got a little thing I need to read out here. Okay. So, this episode is sponsored by birds.
0: Birds! Ben,
2: <laughs> you know it's crazy how often I find myself in need of a bird, but I don't have one. Do you remember, right. it's just last week, and you said to me, Eamon, you said, I've run out of birds. Do you have yeah. a spare bird? And I said, no, I don't have any birds either. Yeah. So, neither of us had any birds. Yeah. Let alone a spare bird. <laughs> Watching Films on the Toilet is working in partnership with birds to ensure no one has to endure the pain of not having a bird when they need one most. Right. Every listener to this podcast is entitled to a free bird. Oh. Just log on to bird.com and fill out the request form for your no obligation bird with the discount code <laughs> Watching Films on the Toilet forward slash birds. After 14 days you'll receive your free bird in the post and you can use it for all the <laughs> usual stuff. There
1: we go, birds. Oh, birds, birds.
0: Birds,
2: okay. So, anyway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, birds. (laughs) So, there we go, equilibrium. We've bashed it about a bit. We've had a go on it. Now it comes down to whether we would flush it down the toilet or fish it out of the bowl. Eamon, will you flush this film like a gamaton cleric? (laughs) <laughs> flushes sense offenders out of Libria? Yeah. Or will you fish it out like Sean Bean fished the poems of William Yeats from a burning pile of books?
2: That's brilliant.
0: After last week, I had to write something.
2: After <laughs> Rambo, yeah. That's a real low point, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Anyway, Eamon, what are you going to do?
2: Oh, flush this. Flush this film. What about you?
0: Is that, is, that's it. You're just yeah. No reason. Yeah. Um. I would flash it down the toilet. It was very weak. Did not have any impact on me whatsoever. And I was glad when it was over.
2: Yeah. So there it goes. So long, yeah. equilibrium.
0: Bye, equilibrium. <laughs> Excellent. All right, good. So that was Equilibrium, which was uh, rubbish. And now we're on to our top five, top five, top five. So Eamon, you and me are going to guess each other's top five films on a particular theme. Whoever gets the most guesses when we've had three goes gets to pick next time's film. And whoever gets the most wrong has to do a forfeit. I lost last week, didn't I? You did. I did. So I'm going to go first in the top 5 gunfights. Oh. Okay, so we're looking at we're looking at shootouts, we're looking at gun battles in movies. I've chosen most of the movies for for a specific gunfight, I would say. Yeah. Good, Have good, you good. gone down the same route here? Very much. Very okay, much so. cool. All right, well look, I'm going to get straight in there with the duplicate because I'm I'm not messing around. The bank robbery from Heat. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes super yes, good. Yes. It's a magnificent piece of cinema.
2: I'm going to say uh, hard-boiled.
0: Yes. Lots of John Wayne movies have brilliant shootouts, but the hospital shootout in Hard-boiled at the end is probably the best one.
2: Note, I didn't say duplicate, because that film is a piece of shit.
0: <sighs> That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> so you've, you're you talking about gunfights and you haven't picked Hard-boiled.
2: You're a joke. That's jerk. a load of rubbish, mate, that film.
0: One, all, my go. The
2: Matrix? No. Okay. Right, uh, John Wick.
0: Yeah, nightclub scene in John Wick mm. is awesome. I'm gambling here, so you've got two. So I have to get this, otherwise you've won. Okay, I'm going to go with another duplicate. The bar shootout in Unforgiven.
2: No. Oh. Okay, so absolute one way traffic there, Ben. Absolutely rocked there. Yeah, I in just that couldn't. Case.
0: I couldn't predict your dumb choices. Let's hear what they are.
2: Okay, so Heat. I had yeah uh, the wild bunch that's all right yeah. good the bad and the ugly really tense tight yeah yeah no it's is good isn't it so you're eating your yeah, words yeah. yeah yeah it's good it's scarface good. uh no yep. and the last one is the railway station shootout and the untouchables which i think is br- amazing
0: i had that on my list to choose for you mm. well,
2: you should have chosen it shouldn't you i didn't
0: choose it though did i so what did you have then i had heat i had hard-boiled i had butch cassidy and the sundance kid final shootout and that Mm -hmm. unforgiven i love that scene in unforgiven because beforehand they explain how people miss when they panic so you've got clint eastwood really taking his time hitting all the right shots and everyone else around him is just like pooping themselves it's a great scene and john wick the nightclub scene
2: Ah, oh, very good. I'll tell you what, another good, another good revisionist Western, Open Range. Oh yeah, that's good. That really has a really good, good shootout in that. that does end. have a good Kevin shootout. Kevin Costner walks straight up to a guy and shoots him in the head. <laughs> that's it how does. that one starts. It's really good.
0: Honorary mentions while we're at it. I'd say the best shootout I've seen for some time is, is on telly, actually. Mm-hmm. It was an episode of Gangs of London, and it was this very tense shootout in a sort of fortified cottage. And it's insane. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, Directed by old old Gareth Evans. Who you bloody love. Yeah, I do. Um, That was fantastic. If you haven't seen that,
2: you should watch it. So, Ben, your forfeit is to slice off another man's face with a sword.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. That actually does make a lot of sense. Ah, it's fine. I'm not phased by it. I'm not phased by it. I'll um, I'll give it a go. Um, And unfortunately, I lost last week as well. So um, my forfeit was to become a Christian missionary. And this is what happened. So this week, I've become a Christian missionary, like the ones in Rambo. And I thought I should travel to somewhere that really needs the light of God to shine down on its people. Somewhere underdeveloped and impoverished. Somewhere truly awful. And that's why I've come to Plymouth. spread the good word.
1: I gave you one outside the club. Hi
0: guys, have you heard about Jesus at all? No, we're trying to have a conversation here. Sorry, I couldn't help overhearing. You know, when I'm faced with a difficult decision or a conflict, I find praying really helps. He's not giving up, is he? Oh, so if I do some praying, yeah, will Jesus help me get two million followers on my YouTube channel? Ah, that's not really how it works. Will he help me get two million followers? It's hard to say. Will he help me get two million followers, though? Uh, no. No, exactly. Thank you. It's funny you should say that, though, because Jesus actually had a lot of followers, and... Ow! Oh, oh, you broke my nose. Do some prayer, mate. You'll be fine in the morning. Sorry about that, mate. God bless. Oh. Oh. Um, Good. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, review us, all the places. Do it.
2: We read a really... Nice review that someone wrote there did, recently, actually. and I, I was, if, uh, honestly flipping love it.
0: Someone reached out and it was beautiful, so thank you to that person who also sent a letter in this yeah, week. Same person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Right, right. good. Amon, cheers then,
2: and uh, also keep flushing. Ah, <laughs> well done. Bye.
0: Bye.